Caden Betts reclassifies. The class gets a little bigger and the Gophers get a little better. What it all means for 2022-23 coming up today on Locked On Golden Gophers. Locked On Golden Gophers, your daily podcast on the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant, now here to talk Gophers with you each and every day of the week. And we're back at it each and every day of the week, starting next week. Football Fall Camp kicks off August 1st, and this podcast is back on its Monday through Friday grind. We can't wait to get to it. And that means I need you, yes, you listening, you watching right now, to follow wherever you get podcasts and hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Let's build this thing out. Let's grind. Let's make people know and recognize Gopher Nation. It's time, folks. It is time time. So hit that subscribe button on YouTube, drop a comment on who you are most excited to see, to hear more about for this upcoming football season. Drop it in the comments below and we're going to get this thing going. Now, thank you again for listening to Lock on Golden Gophers. This is a show where we always continue to row. Today we're talking basketball with Caden Betts, the 2023 basketball recruit who committed. He was our first 23 commit. And now he is officially reclassified to the 2022 class and will be joining the Gophers this winter for the season. We don't we don't get that too often here in Minnesota. That is something new and you know what? We can embrace it because the role that Parker Fox was going to be in, the minutes Parker Fox was going to be playing can be dispersed his way now. And he is a player of a similar build, of a similar athleticism to fill that type of role. Now, don't get me wrong. He's not going to get every minute that Parker Fox was going to get because we've already learned Pharrell Payne is holding his own and will be getting tick this year. But I had mentioned Trayton Thompson eating up a lot of those minutes as well. Maybe not. Maybe Caden Betts hops into those some of those minutes, and we will talk about that today. But let's talk about what Caden Betts brings right away. He can step immediately into opportunity at the guard and wing positions. Now, I've seen people putting him at the power forward position, and no, he is not built enough to play the power forward position in Big Ten basketball. If anything, throughout his whole career, he probably will not play power forward. He will be playing the three position a lot, or he could even play the two position. It doesn't matter that he's 6'8", folks. Get used to and get rid of the traditional thinking of positions in basketball. Ben Johnson has already shown that he doesn't really care about them, and what he is looking for when he is recruiting is tall, long, athletic players. He doesn't care if you're a natural center, or if you're a 6'4 to 6'6 shooting guard. It, it doesn't matter, folks. 
positionless basketball. And we're seeing a lot of great teams transition to that style of play. You can run with one true point guard and run with three wing players and a big or who knows, maybe even four wings. Now, it, it depends on your opponent. It depends on the scheme you're playing. It depends on the system you are running. But get rid of this thought that if you're 6'8 or higher, you're probably a power forward or a, you could be a short center. No, like Caden Betts in his game, in the style of basketball that he plays, he will be playing the two and three often. Often, that will be the role that he plays. But get used to the positionless basketball. Get used to seeing maybe Caden Betts, Jamison Battle, Dawson Garcia, and Isaiah Enan all stretching from two through four on the floor. You could see something like that. You could see something like that without Pharrell Payne, without Trayton Thompson on the floor. The guys that we anticipate to play center. They could all be on the bench. And these those four could be playing. Or you could see a lineup with Braden Carrington, Jamison Battle, Caden Betts, and Isaiah Enan playing the five. Like, get used to positionless basketball. Uh, that's the last time I'll say it. That's I just needed to stress it. But it's not going to be the same old, same old when it comes to having a traditional two, a traditional point, a traditional. We could see Jaden Henley play the point guard at times. We could see that. So just brace yourselves. And that's not a bad thing. Now let's go back to Caden Betts. He's a four-star level recruit. Now 247 has had him ranked at a three-star, both in the 2023 class and the 2022 class now. But 247, I have found myself leaning more towards on three. I'll say it straight up. I like 247 because, you know what, I like the writers there, and I respect the writers there, especially from Minnesota. We got Ryan Burns and Ryan James that go absolutely in the paint. So I respect 247 as an organization. But when they don't listen to those guys, like Ryan James, who has been yelling from the rooftops about where Caden Betts should be rated and that he is heavily undervalued on their consensus rankings, on their individual rankings, when he is yelling that from the rooftops, folks, I am listening because Ryan James knows his stuff. He knows these prospects like the back of his hand and he puts in the work to know. And he has been yelling Caden Betts is a top He's a top 100 guy and a four-star recruit. That's what he's been yelling, but they're not taking that into consideration, it feels like. And he, you know what? That's It's a little disrespectful, in my opinion, but I respect what he has to say. And you know who does put him at a four-star guy? On three. You know who does put him at a top 100 recruit? On three and prep hoops. So get rid of at least looking at the one don't just look at one, one rating system and get spearheaded on it. I've looked at multiple, and multiple have have him at a four-star level guy and a top 100 player. So get excited. The, the ability is there, not only from that ratings and recruiting side, but just watching the film and watching Caden Betts play. He's talented. He's athletic. But he can shoot the lights out. He is consistent. He is efficient. He's what the Gophers 
are looking for when building a program. He's the type of player that you build around, especially as a younger guy. Now, I'm not saying he's going to be a center point in this offense this year. We don't even know if he'll really crack the rotation. We don't know what it'll be, but he has the talent to be special over time. Could it be immediately? Maybe. We'll see. Could it take a year or two? Absolutely. But he's got the talent and the ability. He can shoot the lights out. And that addresses a need that this Gophers roster needed. We didn't have a true two outside of Braden Carrington who can shoot the lights out. I wanted, I was hoping the Gophers would bring in somebody like Michael Jones, like Josiah Strong, like uh, Kerwin Walton. Someone that can shoot the lights out consistently. We knew Braden Carrington had that ability, but we didn't know how quick he, quickly he could do it freshman year. The same goes for Caden Betts. You don't know how quickly he can do it for freshman year. But now we have two true freshmen that have that ability and capability to knock the three down consistently. And that's important because it fills a need. Now, the only concern, in my opinion, moving forward with this roster is rebounding and how quickly development can take place. Now, if these guys develop quickly, we have the length, the athleticism, and, you know, the frames to still be okay at rebounding, even though we don't have maybe our stereotypical bigs. But you've got a seven foot plus Trayton Thompson. You've got a 6'11 Dawson Garcia. You've got Jamison Battle at like 6'8. You've got Isaiah Enan at like 6'11. You've got uh, now Caden Betts at 6'8. Pharrell Payne at like 6'9. These guys, if they can use their athleticism to their advantage, get themselves in the right position, box out. Many kids, especially in college, but especially in the NBA nowadays, boxing out is a, a talent. It's developed. It's a talent, but it is developed. Draymond Green, he's undersized consistently. Rebounds of the mess out of the ball. Dennis Rodman rebounds the mess out of the ball. It's positioning. The art of positioning will win out over height any day. The art of positioning will win out over height. So if these guys can develop quickly, if they can learn quickly, and they can learn that art of positioning, that won't be much of a concern. So what bets is to me, is he will likely be a building piece moving forward. He's a four-star level talent, consistent sharpshooter, and can put up 30-plus on a given night. He's athletic, he's long, and he's got a solid frame. So it's reason to get excited, even reclassifying. Now we don't have any 2023 commits right now. That's okay. We lost Parker Fox to injury, and he reclassifies, and he joins us now. That's okay. It lets him develop at the D1 level now. So get excited. Get excited. But we're going to set expectations coming up next. First, we got to talk about our friends over at Bet Online. Bet Online is your latest trends in action when it comes to sports and betting. They've got more odds, more lines, and more props than ever. Go over and check it out. I mean, we're entering the 2022 college football season 
Camp starts on Monday. Camp starts on Monday. And those lines are going to be shifting as we get more news from camps, as we hear about injuries, as we hear about guys rising up to the top. As we hear these things, the numbers are going to start to shift. So if you want to go take advantage of the latest and greatest odds right now, is the time to do it. And the place to go is Bet Online. Bet Online is where the game starts, and it's where you need to start when it when you're going to look for those college football lines, odds, and props. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so thank you again for making Locked on Gophers your first listen when it comes to Gophers sports. I truly appreciate it. We're building a community here, and this is the show where we always continue to row. Now, we're going to keep talking about Caden Betts and what I expect from him maybe both this year and in the future to come. We've talked about what he brings to the team, his ability, but what are realistic expectations? Now, from what I've seen, what we've seen in players like Amir Coffey and Jamison Battle is the exact type of role that Betts can be eventually. He can end up being that Amir Coffey, Jamison Battle, level, role, etc. Just like what we've seen from them, he can be that type of player. Now, to what extent could he be a lesser version? Maybe. Could he be a better version? Maybe. Time will tell as he develops, but he has the ability, the consistency, and the just the overall game to play that type of role, to be that exciting type of player. Those guys got Gopher fans and get Gopher fans excited. And that should excite you, especially since one of those guys is still on the roster for sure this year with Caden Betts. So that means that he can build, he can learn, he can develop, he can work with, he can play with Jamison Battle firsthand. Study the tape. Put in extra work. Pull him aside and learn things. He can do that directly with a player that is of a similar basketball ability, a similar play style. Directly, he can work directly with him. That should excite you. That should get you going. And that, you know what? Jameson Battle isn't a guarantee to be back here next year. If Jameson Battle balls out, he could go to the league. And that would be great for Gophers. That would be great for the Gophers because seeing more guys get to the NBA helps people want to come to the Gophers program. Seeing Amir Coffey have success, just got a new contract this summer with the Clippers. Seeing that helps Gophers in their recruiting. Daniel Aturu signing a new deal in Orlando helps Gophers recruiting because we have guys still playing in the league and getting past that rookie contract, getting past that first deal. That's important. It's great. So getting Jameson Battle to the league, even if it means we only get this last year of him, is still a good thing. Now, would we love to have him again next year with a more developed freshman class, with another year with Dawson Garcia potentially, maybe Tyson Chapman comes in? 
Would we love to see that? Absolutely. I would love that. But if the opportunity presents itself, if he's one of the top three scorers in the Big Ten, consistently putting up to close to 20 points a night, and he improves on the defensive side of ball, and he really puts that conditioning that Coach Ben Johnson has pushed him to be in the best shape of his life, if he puts that to the forefront and he proves that he did that and he balls out, he can go to the league and I would be happy for him. I'll be rooting for him. So the fact that Caden Betts can work directly with him right now is a benefit, a great benefit, that's guaranteed. Now, Caden Betts in general is likely a player that could maybe start as a contributor right away, maybe crack into a rotational player this season as a true freshman. And not only a true freshman, but a young true freshman, a 17-year-old true freshman. But he could crack into the rotation this year with the Parker Fox injury going down, with his shooting ability, with his consistency from shooting it from deep. He could crack minutes now, depending on how quick he jumps in. And honestly, how much opportunity and time will depend on earned opportunity and how much work he puts in, how quickly he grasps the system, how quickly he develops and can make fewer mistakes, make fewer mistakes as a true freshman. The quicker he can do that, the more opportunity will come. But you don't convince a guy to reclassify if you don't at least give him the idea of playing time immediately. Why would I skip a year of high school, skip the ability to continue to ball out, get more offers, develop myself in high school to sit on the bench, to not play at all, to burn a year of my college eligibility? Now, one could argue NIL would be a big reason, but the Gophers aren't flooding with NIL money right now. That being said, we do officially have a collective being started. We'll talk about that hopefully soon on the podcast as well. And Derek Burns, who has been really heading the forefront of that, is doing great work. But we don't have the cash just rolling in right now, so I can't imagine that NIL immediately is why he would want to reclassify and come. Now, G.G. Jackson, who just did it over at North Carolina, he reclassified, decommitted, and went to South Carolina. That's different. He's the number one player in the entire class. In the entire class of 23, reclassifying to 22, the number one rated prospect. That's different. That's different NIL-wise because the number one player in the class is going to get money. It's going to happen. It won't be as much as football money, but he's going to get money. Now, Caden Betts might be a top 100 player. Uh, Prep Hoops has him rated at 83rd in the nation. I believe On3 has him at 102, so right outside of that top 100. But that 100th guy, that 83rd guy, isn't going to get the type of money that the number one prospect is going to get. So I'm not, NIL isn't the reason why he would reclassify. But loving your relationship with the coaches, having the opportunity to get playing time right away, to be a shooting threat for your team right away. He's been having conversations with coaches, and I can't imagine that there isn't at least some talk of, yes, we can get you in here and get you going quickly. Year one, minutes. 
So I'm expecting it. And that's what I'm expecting from Ken Betts. I'm not expecting expecting him to be an absolute baller and be Jamison Battle, be Amir Coffee in year one. I'm not expecting that. He's going to develop. He's going to need time in the strength and conditioning program. But getting into that rotation, getting experience, learning from Dawson Garcia and Jamison Battle, being to play off of them, being able to play off of them, and then as they as they move on, as Jameson Battle takes that jump to the NBA, Dawson Garcia could potentially show out in the next year or two and make a jump to the NBA. As they do that, he can fill the role and fill the centerpiece within this Gophers program. That's the way I see things trending with Caden Betts. Now next, we're going to talk about what this means for our scholarships. Because that's important. People don't really understand that fully. And we're going to talk about that next. All right. So to wrap up the show, we're going to talk about scholarships really quick and where this leaves us as far as the reclassification. Because let me be clear, folks, this does not change the number of scholarships available for the 23 class. At the moment, there are still only two. There are only two scholarships available just because Caden Betts reclassified to 22 doesn't mean oh we have an extra scholarship there now at three for that class no that's not how it works see the roster is given 13 scholarships heading into the season we had 11 parker fox's scholarship still counts as a scholarship it doesn't count against us this year but if he's going to play again next year it's still going to count as a scholarship so it's on the books which means we now have 12 scholarship players on the books. At this current moment, we have 12 scholarship players on the books, leaving one scholarship left because you only get 13. So that leaves one for this 23 class. And then the fact that Torres Samuels has one year of eligibility left puts that back to two after he finishes his last year of eligibility. That leaves you with two scholarships left in the 23 class. So don't get it confused. Don't get it twisted. We don't have more to work with in 23. It's just, you're getting your guy earlier. Now that means you will get a scholarship back sooner. If all these guys were to play all four of their years of eligibility, you're going to get Caden Betts's scholarship back a year earlier than you would have waiting for 23. That's all that means. But we don't get an extra one for this 23 class. So we're still working with two as we move forward. Now, if a player enters the transfer portal, if Jamison Battle or someone decides to take a shot at the league, then yes, that scholarship becomes available. We may have more present. But I can't imagine that we're going to move forward like we have more than two. So we've got two, two left to fill. Now, maybe come February, if Jamison Battle is absolutely going bananas, then maybe the coach is starting to have conversations with him on the side of what is he thinking. At least picking his brain, getting a feel for it. Same thing with Dawson Garcia, honestly. You're starting to get an idea so that way you can know as that signing day approaches. But let's plan on two, which means hopefully, I know the Gophers are going all out on Cam Christie and they're going all out on Tyson Chapman. Hopefully those two fill it. Hopefully those two fill it and that ends up being our class for 23 it's those two players and that would be perfectly acceptable that would be exciting it'd be thrilling and that's what fingers crossed we can make happen or if you know what if De dennis evans wants to make it happen i'm here for it 
Now, I'm not, not expecting him, the five-star center, seven-foot-one, but I would love it. I'm here for it. But again, until we hear more about transfers or someone taking a leap for pro ball, there's only one scholarship available and then Torres Samuels after he leaves, making it two. Parker Fox, Talon Cooper, Jamison Battle, and Isaiah Enan will all enter their final year of eligibility next season. And if any of those players change their mind, then it becomes available. But those four guys are still on the books for now and for next year. Now, with a fantastic year, like I said, don't be surprised to see Jamison Battle take that leap. But nothing is of certainty. So we're working with two. We're hoping it's Tyson Chapman, and we're hoping it's one other. Whether that be Nolan Winter, whether that be Cam Christie, whether that be somebody else off the radar. But that's what we've got. That's going to do it for us today on Lockdown Golden Gophers. It's time, folks. Next week, next time you hear from me, Monday through Friday, football's back and kicking with fall camp. I can't wait. Have a great rest of the night. Have a great weekend. And I will see you for Monday through Friday, kicking off the football season.